<laughs> is it time for recess yet? I'm so glad you found time to join us here on the Child Care Director's Chair, where Erica Sacoccio shares her best practices that she's refined through her passion of directing child care centers over the last 23 years. From parenting interaction, systems to save you time, money, and stress, to profitability. She shares it all from the Child Care Director's Chair. Hello and welcome back to the Child Care Director's Chair podcast. I am your host, Erica Sicoccio, and today I'd like to talk about a very important topic that we don't talk about very often. And today, more than ever, with a very tight budgets, we need to talk about making a profit in the child care industry. And as the child care industry continues to evolve, staying ahead of the curve and ensuring profitability becomes more critical every day. In today's informative podcast, we will explore effective strategies to help you make a profit in child care during 2023. By implementing these few practical tips, you can thrive in this rewarding industry while providing exceptional care for the children. The first thing we want to talk about is embracing technology. Now, as somebody who is 53 years old, I didn't grow up around technology and it slowly trickled into my life. Now I do podcasting and do all types of things on my computer, making content, etc. But it was something that took me a little bit of time. And what I'm going to say is embrace it. Because the digital age is something that can really be an essential part of your business. So invest in user-friendly management software that streamlines administrative tasks. This will allow you to focus on delivering quality care by utilizing digital platforms to enhance communication with your parents, providing updates, and sharing important information. It makes it effortless. You're able to plug everything in and it keeps parents, you know, up to date with what's going on. So you have to leverage technology. You can optimize efficiency, reduce costs, and attract tech-savvy parents. Attract, sorry, um, got a little tongue-tied there. Um, anyway, so we do use uh, ProCare, which many centers do, and there's lots of different uh, programs out there. We're actually pretty new to the ProCare family. Um, we used to have Life Cubby, which we really did like, um, but I do find a few of the features on ProCare uh, a little bit easier to manage. So I am glad that uh, we were able to make that switch over. Um, but whatever digital tools you use, um, use them often, use them effectively. And if you're not really great at the digital part, you know, get somebody on your team who is to make sure that your curriculum is uploaded, your school calendar is uploaded, that billing is done correctly, that new students that are coming in get, you know, some type of a, a welcome email, some type of a follow-up after the first day, some type of follow-up, you know, at, you know, the first month or so, you know, continually uh, to check in with them. And it really makes it pretty easy when you use technology. Also, you want to offer specialized programs. So diversify your child care services by offering specialized programs that cater to specific needs or interests. So think about or consider incorporating extracurricular activities such as music, 
art, language classes, which can attract parents seeking well-rounded educational experiences for their children. By providing these unique offerings, you can differentiate yourself from your competitors and increase revenue through additional program fees, which is one of the things we had done for four years. We, um, I often talk about uh, a dance program that we had, which was called ASM, which stood for After School Moves. And uh, that program ran pretty much for four years until my seniors um, outgrew the dance program, at which point they were the reason I started the program. Um, at that point, we decided to retire the program. But uh, we ran a full-blown dance studio for four years. It started with eight dancers. When we wrapped up, we had 90 students in that program. It literally took on a life of its own. Now, I have to tell you, revenue aside, because it certainly generated revenue, but revenue aside, the experience was absolutely amazing. There could not have been a more tight-knit group of parents and children, um, and it was just amazing. So um, there are different kinds of programs that might speak to you if you really like gardening or um, like I said, language. I feel like if you can get someone who's bilingual in your program to offer either sign language or Spanish or Mandarin or one of the many different, you know, French, uh, one of the many different languages that people tend to really gravitate towards learning um, would be an excellent way to bring in additional revenue that can help trickle down to your bottom line. The other thing is focusing on staff development. Investing in your staff's professional development is a win-win situation. Well-trained and motivated employees provide higher quality care, which leads to more satisfied parents, and that leads to increased enrollment. So encourage your staff to attend relevant workshops, seminars, or courses to enhance their skills and knowledge. And then this also fosters a culture of continuous learning, and that can really help you attract and retain top talent, which directly impacts the profitability of your childcare business. And we often talk about, um, you know, relevant workshops and seminars. So I think my next podcast, I will find for you all of the best training opportunities that are available nationally. So it wouldn't matter where you, know, where you are listening from. Um, and we'll do a podcast on that just to kind of bring to light who's out there and where you really can start to turn your staff. Um, I know that like this Cox campus and there's Better Kids Care and uh, even your own state may offer some free um, professional development opportunities. Even beyond the one-off kind of workshops, I know that there are a lot of initiatives right now where your teachers can go back to college for free or greatly reduced. Um, and not just your staff, like what about you? So maybe you have a degree in early childhood education or the youth field, but do you have any college classes on business management, on financial management, on HR, on marketing? I mean, there's so many different areas that are part of your job that you may not be at your optimal level. 
So investing in that really can help you with your profitability. Like imagine if you had a really great understanding of how to use QuickBooks and how to use those reports. And then once you were really great at that, you could really see where you're leaking money out of your budget and where you're saving money and how to optimize that. Can you imagine being, you know, at optimal levels across the board? Um, and that only happens with knowledge, preparation, practice, skill, right? Uh, the other thing is prioritize marketing and branding. And I know right now many of you have really long wait lists. And so you're not really thinking about that right now. But what happens when the market starts to stabilize and you have stopped taking people on your wait list and a new program opens up three doors down and they're marketing like crazy and they're trying to pillage your customers. See, if you don't keep your brand at the top of mind of people, that abundance that you have can fade pretty quickly. So in today's competitive landscape, it's really important that you have effective marketing. It's critical for your continued success. So develop a strong brand identity that resonates with your target audience. Utilize social media platforms, create engaging content, and leverage online advertising to reach potential clients. Also highlight the unique aspects of your child care center, such as the quality staff you have or how long the staff have been with you. Because in a world where staff turnover has been rampant, if you're retaining your staff, I would capitalize on that because parents are really looking for that consistency for their children. And I would make sure that if that's happening in your center, that you let everyone know. You let everyone know that that teacher who's been in your program for, for five years just earned her degree or just got a CDA. Whatever it is that really makes what's going on in your center relevant to families, that's what you want to promote on your social media platforms and through your marketing campaigns in general. The next thing you want to do is really optimize your operations and streamline your operations so you can significantly impact your bottom line. You want to regularly review your processes to identify areas of improvement. You want to implement cost-effective measures such as energy saving, which we had talked about in a previous episode. If you haven't checked that out, um, I would say, you know, hop on to that one, how to maximize uh, your profit and maximize the revenue that's coming into your program. So those are some things that you definitely want to look at. Also fostering relationships with your parents because building strong relationships with parents is vital for long-term success. We all know word of mouth is number one. And in this business, more than any other business I know, it's we're such a trust business. Like if you're leaving your child, it's like two things. It's like you trust your financial advisor and your childcare provider. Like those are high levels of trust. Um, so you really want to make sure that you are keeping those lines of communication open. The worst thing you do is to have one or two parents who are not happy in a classroom who then talk to the other parents and it kind of goes on and on and on. You've got to make sure that you keep those lines of communication open, encourage the feedback and take their constructive criticism, 
not to heart, although it's hard to not, especially if you own the school and you give your all to it, um, but try to not give it to heart and take it as a learning opportunity. Make sure that you have regular parent-teacher meetings or events because that really helps foster a sense of community. And happy parents are more than likely happy to recommend your program to others and leading to increased enrollment and profitability. So as the childcare industry continues to evolve and there are new funding streams coming in, you wanna be able to adapt new strategies by embracing, uh, embracing that technology as a key component to making a profit in 2023. You have to focus on that staff development, have effective marketing and operational tools in place, and continue to build those strong relationships with parents. Just because you're on the top of your game now, again, there's always another center ready to come into your area to take your parents. So make sure that they're not able to do that so easily. You have to make sure that you stay on the top of your game. So those are some tips I have for you today. I hope that you found it helpful. If you like this episode, I ask that you give us a review, a rate, a follow, share it with a colleague. So that's it for today. Thank you for tuning in to the Child Care Director's Chair. And if you love video content, be sure to hop on over to our sister YouTube channel at Child Care Director's Chair. Thank you so much. Have a great night. Hope to see you tomorrow. Well, all the cute little kiddos have been picked up and it's time to go home. And that'll do it for another episode of the Child Care Director's Chair. Please leave a review so Erica knows the information is helping you to manage and improve your child care centers. Remember to subscribe to get the latest episode from Erica's Child Care Director's Chair. <laughs>